Okay, so today's daf is not kuf test zayin and yavama says we learn for a four shleim for yosef as real ben chaim and alazu ben ruuma. We're up to the fourth line on daf kuf test zayin. We were discussing the issue if uh, a get is found or somebody is reported dead and there's possibility with somebody else having the same name, can we allow the woman, the wife, <laughs> to get remarried based on that uh, on that testimony when it's not so clear that it's he may not be the only person. They didn't have two dots to hoots in those days, identification, social security numbers. Uh, all they had was the name. So if you had two people who had the same name in that area, could you trust the report of death or the get? So that was the discussion we had yesterday. We had a machlokas between Abay and Rava. Abaye says that you're worried that maybe there's another person by the same name and you can't trust her, to, can't trust it to allow her to get remarried. And Rava says, no, we're not concerned about that. And they each brought proof to their own uh, reasoning. Now we have another story. I will get to the Shtachkech Besura in the fourth line of Dafkuf Tesayim. It was a get that was found in Surah Vixibbe and it was written in Hochi. This is what it was written in Besura Masa, in this city, in this town of Sura, which was a major town in, um, in Bavel. Ana, Ana, I, Anan Barchia Nardo. I, that was his name. I, Anan Barchia from Nardo. Patris Vitarchus Plonus. I release and divorce my wife. In Sasi, my wife. Plonus in Sasi, my wife. Uh, that was her name, Plonus. Ubatka the Rabbanan Shek, the Rabbi Shek Misur all the way from one major town, Sur, until another town, Nardaw, there was nobody else by that name except for one, Labar Me'anan Barchia Michagra, except for Barachia from this city, which was uh, that was, um, he was in Nardaw, he's from the city Chagra, which is right near Nardaw. And Ba'asu Sadin the Adam came, Ba'amur Dahu Yoma that day, Kiikhtiv Ahugita, the day that that get was written, because there was always a date on the get. Anan Barchia Michagra Gabonhave. Adam came and said that the only other guy by that name, Anan Barchia, remember we said the get was found in Sur, and it said in Sur in this city, I Anan Barchia have divorced my wife. And they said, was there any Anan Barchia around? Well, they checked all the way from Surah to Nardan. They found another Anan Barchia from Chagra, which was like a suburb of Nardal. But the Adam came and said that that day that the get was written, the Anan Barchia from Chagra, the other Anan Barchia, Gabon was with us in Nardal. So uh, it couldn't have been the other guy. It had to be this guy, Amr Chashini, even according to me, that I'm worried maybe there's another guy with the same name and we can't allow her to get remarried because maybe there was somebody else with the same name and she had the same, and his wife had the same name. Here's nothing lo There's nothing to be concerned about. Because the Adam say, the other guy by that name was in a different city. This get was written in Surah. And the other guy by that name was from Nardaw. And we have Adam that said he was in Nardaw on that day, the day that the get was written. And that was a quite a distance away. It couldn't have prevented more than one day's travel. My boy was Surah, so what would we be doing in Surah? If the Adam say that this other fellow was in Nardaw on that day, how could it be in Surah? Therefore, you can rest assured that the get that was written in Surah, and it says, Anan Barchia, right? Anan Barchia, I, Anan Barchia, I'm from Nardaw. I am from, not from Chagra, but I'm from Nardaw. I divorced my wife here in Surah. And, um, and uh, you can rely that that's him because the other Anan Barchia wasn't in Surah. He was in Nardaw that day. So therefore, even though I normally are concerned there's another guy, but here we have Adam and say that the only other guy by that name wasn't in town that day. Amarava, Rava says just the opposite. Afsal 
Chashin, I normally am not worried that there's another guy by that name. Chashin, here I am worried because we know there is another person by that name. Dilma Bagabapacher, maybe, what is, what's your problem? You're saying the other guy by that name was in a different city. Maybe he had a, he went on a flying camel. In other words, maybe he flew there. Maybe for some reason he was able to, to get there. Uh, you know, in the he had what's called Kvitsus Aderach. He had the Menashemayim, like they, he was able to travel a great distance in a short time. Inami, or I'll tell you a very simple solution. You have to look for miracles. He flew there. He got there real quickly. He got there in, in an unnatural way very quickly. It's very simple. The fact that it was written in Sur does not mean that he was in Sur on that day. Inami Mili Musser. He gave over instructions. He told the Adam that, listen, I'm from Nardar, but when if you're, you when you write the get, you should, you're supposed to write the get and you put the date on it and you put the place that you're writing on it, right? You put the uh, you put the date line on there, which is, you know, you write the place where 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 you write the get. As we've learned, Rav used to tell his scribes, he would tell the scribes, if you're in the town of Shili, that was the name of the town, right? The get is taking place in Shili, whatever you write, the IOU, the get, whatever. Even though you were instructed to do this in Hini in another city. And if you're in Hini, so write Hini, in other words, don't go according to where the instructions were given to you. You go according to where you write the get. If I was in New York and I said, write this get in Los Angeles, I said, write this get. Yeah, I, I'm in New York and I give instructions to write a get. The Adam, for whatever reason, the scribe is traveling to Los Angeles and that's where he writes the get. So when he writes it, he writes here in Los Angeles because that's where he wrote the get. So therefore it could very well be that Anan Bachia was indeed in Nardah, but the get was written in Surah. So it could be that therefore that there's two Anan Bachias in Nardah and therefore we're not sure for sure who gave the get. So that's that, therefore it all depends on the circumstances. Now, my what was the case? Yesterday we discussed the case of sesame. What happened? Ruvain had deposited a uh, barrel or a kilo of sesame with Shimon, and he came one day to pick it up. And Shimon says, "You picked it up already the other day." He says, "Yeah, but here's here's a kilo of sesame in the same place. Is that that's that's mine? I gave you back yours, and and uh, these are these are different ones. Do you have any simon on it?" It's not like the dead body that had a a, 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 a a distinguishing mark on the body that you know for sure what it was, which it was. They had no marks here. So what was the deal with Shem Shemi? Is the Shem, is Shimon believed to say, these are not yours, these are mine, or not? Rav we're not worried that, that these aren't the same ones, but rather the odds are that these are the same ones. He deposited with him a kilo of sesame, and there's a kilo of sesame in the same jar. We are worried that maybe these are other ones. is that we are concerned that maybe these aren't the same ones. You have no proof of that. So you got to be very careful when you leave a deposit with somebody that you uh, seal it up or you mark it in some way that there could be no doubt as to whose it is. Now, the Mishnah said that a husband and wife went overseas. And let's understand, they're going to talk about this in the next, the, the next few days. <clears throat> Normally, in order to prove that somebody is dead, or marriage or divorce, you need two aid about Pishnaimaniakumdover, whether it's money or whether it's matrimonial issues. However, the rabbi said that if a woman comes and says that her husband's dead, we believe her because Iguna, we don't want her to be a chained woman that you know they would travel, the husband traveled, something happened, he was in a war zone, and uh, we believe her. Normally we believe her. So he said in the mission that if they were in a war zone and she says it, we don't really believe her because maybe she's just 
conjecturing. Maybe he says he probably died because everybody was being bombed. There were a lot of people. How could he have gotten out? So therefore, we don't believe her until she brings more solid proof and saw that he actually died. She says, listen, I saw him dead in the bed. That's if she reports that he's dead, that's good enough. If one person comes along and says that her husband died, we also believe him. Why? Because, number one, because he's not going to lie. It's gonna, it'll be exposed later on if the husband shows up. And number two, because the woman checks, we rely that the woman checks also because she doesn't want to wind up an adulteress, right? That's what would happen if it turns out that her husband was still alive. She got married to somebody else. She's basically has a locha like a sota. So we don't want, she, we're, we assume that uh, she, she's going to be careful and check. So that's fine if she reports it or if a stamen aide comes and reports it. However, we're going to see in tomorrow and tomorrow's mission of the Gemara is going to say that there are certain women who are not believed because they don't have her goodwill in mind. For example, her mother-in-law, the mission says, her mother-in-law, her sister-in-law, her co-wife might want to mess her up, put her in a bad way. Or her sister, her future sister-in-law, meaning her husband's brother's wife, right? Um, uh, who's a potential co-wife. If her husband dies with no children, she doesn't want to wind up a co-wife. So these kind of people, and Baspala, or her uh, husband's daughter, her stepdaughter, these people are saying, look, you know, she's married my, she's in the family, now she's going to take all the money, you know. These things exist. These fights go on in families. So certain women are not believed to report that her husband is dead, that her husband's dead, because they want to mess her up. They want to ruin her life. So we're going to talk about who's believed and who's not believed, but we said basically a wife alone, a wife is believed. And one aide Stam, who's not a relative, is also believed. The Mishnah said if they, were, if they went out of town and there was a war going on and she came back and reported that her husband's dead, we don't believe her, not because she's a liar, but because she might have conjectured. Or let's say they were known to be fighting. The husband and wife were... Well, in, she gives some money that, 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 in a war zone. In a war zone. So if she, even in a war zone, we saw yesterday, if she says, I know that he died, he died in a bed. There was a war, but he died in bed. That's, then she's believed. You know, she's, there's not a question that she's lying. The question is, did she really check it out? If she says, no, I saw he had no pulse. You know, he, he, we checked him out. We, we buried him. You know, he was dead. Then she's believed. But if there was a fight going on in the family, her and her husband were fighting. She went overseas, comes back and says her husband's dead. So the mission said over there also, she's not believed. Now, what kind of a fight are we speaking about? Well, and what's the reasoning for it? So, <coughs> pardon? Yeah. We'll see, we'll see what that means. So it's this what's an example of a fight? What's a fight in the fighting? When she tells her husband, Gershani, divorce me. When she was known to tell her husband, listen, I had enough, divorce me. All women say that when they get angry. You know? <laughs> well, maybe not today, but you know, he says, when they get angry, they say, ah, oh, let's get divorced. You don't want it, let's get divorced. So that can't be a case of an example. That's everybody, if you get angry, you have a temper, you get upset, something, and then you regret it afterwards. But that's not really a, a real fight. Ella Maris Labala, she told her husband, Gerashtani. She tells her husband, You already divorced me. She's known to say, Listen, you are, I got a divorce from you already. Get out. Let's 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 split up. So why shouldn't she be believed? Right? If a woman tells her husband, Gerashtani, you divorce me, even though she has no other proof. Where, okay, the get they tear up right away because 
They don't want her to collect the ksuba twice. I told you that even today they do that. They tear up the get right away and give her a receipt. But whatever the reason is, she lost the get or whatever, she doesn't have it or they tore it up. But she says to her husband, you divorced me already. So she's, she's believed. Chazaka, we have a presumption. A woman wouldn't dare lie in front of her husband to her husband. She might, she might lie about it to her friends. Oh, my husband divorced me. He's an idiot. She might, she might say that, but to her husband to say, you divorced me when it wasn't true, the chutzpah to lie like that, she wouldn't lie. So therefore, if she says you divorced me, she is believed. So what kind of a fight are we speaking about over here? Stam like screaming at each other? That's not a, the, those things come and go. She, she yelled at him, divorce me? Yeah, they all say that when they get angry, right? People say things when they get angry, they don't really mean. She says, no, speaking about where she said, you divorced me already. You divorced me, she, she, she would believe. But Omeris, the answer is Omeris, she says, she says, you divorced me, the Fnei Plan in front of these two witnesses. But she, oh, no, we asked those witnesses, there was no such thing. There was no such thing. She's lying. In other words, normally we believe her if she says, you divorced me. But she says, you divorced me in front of Reuben and Shimon. They asked Reuben and Shimon, Reuben and Shimon say it didn't happen. Okay, so in a case like that, that's where they're, where she's not believed. And that's the kind of thing that they're fighting about. She says, you divorced me. He says, I didn't. My time, what's the reason why if they're fighting, she's not believed? Because she's a liar, right? My time is because she's lying. She's obviously, like, she lied about the get. She's a liar. She'll, she'll go to any extreme. So she might say that he died, even though he didn't. And even though that would ruin, she could turn out to be an adulteress, but she's so angry and she hates him so much that she would lie. Not because she's a liar, but rather because there's fighting going on, she's not going to check too carefully. I heard there was a bomb in Maripol. Uh, was your husband? Yeah, he's probably dead. You know, she's there because she's angry at him anyway. Not because she'd lie outright, but because she'll just conjecture and she won't. She won't. Maybe now, what's the difference between that? What, what's between these two reasonings? The difference is Ikibinayu says the Gemara Ikibinayu, the Argil Huktata. He started the fight. If 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 she started the fight. Then you could say she's so angry and chased him so much that she would she would lie, even lie. But let's say he started the fight. So if he started the fight, she's not going to lie, but she's not going to be careful to check it out. If she heard that he might be killed, she won't check it out that carefully. So if he started the fight, if he started the fight, so uh, you know, so he's not going to check carefully, but it's not going to mean that she's going to lie. So it, it depends on what the reasoning is, what the reasoning for the... Um, uh, for the, for we say that she's not believed by Ektata, what's the reason? Is it because she's going to lie? That would only be true if she started the fight. Um, but if he started the fight, um, she wouldn't lie. But she still might not check out things carefully. More now, I ask Ibailu So we talked about her lines. We said that she, we don't rely on her. Not that she's lying necessarily, but she wouldn't check out things carefully if there's a war going on. Or let's say if he started the fight, she's not going to check things out carefully. What about if, if there's a fight going on between them, but she didn't report that he was dead, an aide came and reported that he was dead. Iboilu at the top line and on his base, what happens if there's one aide testified that he that uh, he was dead while they were having a fight? Is he believed or not? My time at Mao, what do you say there? My time at what's the reason why he's not going to about something that's going to be exposed if he's lying about it, so he'll be careful and tell the truth. Again, the underlying reasoning why one person is believed, whether it's her or an aide, is because if there's no aidus, we we don't want to be a chained woman. We don't want to be stuck uh, forever. So the rabbis were makel. 
But again, what's the reason why one aide is believed? Because probably because, you know, she's going to check things out, but also because he's not going to lie about something which is going to be exposed. Because she's going to check it out carefully to make sure she doesn't get, she doesn't wind up being adulterous. Even this, like Tata, since there's a fight between them, low documents, she's not going to check out carefully. Take us that question stands. So, what, what's the reason why one A is believed? Because he doesn't want, he's not going to lie about something that might be exposed. He's not going to say the guy's dead and the guy might show up tomorrow. You know, you don't want to lie and find and, you know, be caught in the lie, right? That's, uh, you know, say that's the reason why he's, and therefore he should be believed there too, even if there's a fight going on. Or is the reason why he's believed is because even though there's only one A, but she'll check things out too. But since there's a fight, she's not going to check out things carefully and she'll just assume that he's telling that, uh, you know, he said he thought he's dead. So she says he's probably right and he's probably dead. So that would depend on the reason. Would she believe, would one A be believed or not? And this question stands. Rabbi Yudha said, even when, when the wife comes home and says that uh, he's dead, uh, even when there's no fight and there's no war, we said normally a woman is re- believed to report that her husband's dead, right? That, uh, that her husband died in a case where there's no war. If there's war, there's a fight, so she might do it by conjecture, she won't check. But if normally she says her husband's dead, we believe that her husband's dead. Rabbi says no, only if she's in seriously, in serious mourning, if she's crying and her clothes are torn, only a case like that. So they said to him, no, that's not the case. Tanya, what you're saying, only if she's crying and she, her, gar, her garments are torn and she looks like she's in a veilist, so according to you, Lidvarecha picked this, a girl who's smart and wants to show, you know, prove that her husband's dead. So she'll, uh, you know, she'll uh, tear her garments and she'll start crying. You know, so Shota, a woman who's simple and imbecile, who doesn't know how to play the game and, and act it out. Lotino, so she's not going to be able to get, it doesn't mean really a Shota, it means a person who's not so bright will not be able to get married. Whether she's crying or not, if, she, if it's a normal time, there's no war going on. She comes and she reports that her husband's dead, we believe her. Tells the story, there was a woman who came before the Besan of Rabbiuda, and Rabbiuda says she's not believed unless she's crying. They told her, you should mourn your husband, right? You should uh, eulogize him, tear your clothes, loosen your hair. In other words, you should act the part. So Alfua Shikra, we're teaching her to lie. Is that what's going on over here? Assuming over here, Rabbi Buda holds, you have to, she has to be crying. So we're teaching her to play the part. We're helping her to lie. The answer is no. The ones who told her to, to play the part, they hold like Rabbanan, you don't have to cry. You believe to say your husband's dead if the conditions are normal, right? But Amr, they said, they said, we hold that you don't have to cry. But you're coming to Rabbi court, so you should show that you're in, in mourning so that he will also uh, make you, uh, allow you to get remarried. Now, there was a story, the Gemara is going to relate the story in detail, but there was a story, how did it come about that we believe one woman? That we believe one woman say, normally you need to aid him. Where do you believe that? Where do you come along that you believe the wife? There was a story. It happened once uh, nearby. The Gemara is going to tell the story in a few minutes. There was a story like this. Um, it was the end of the harvest season for the for wheat, and ten people went out to harvest the wheat. Ten men went out to harvest the wheat. One of them was bitten by a snake, and he died. The wife, they informed her, and she came and she told the court, "My husband died. He was killed by a snake." 
So it was nearby. They went to the field and they found the 10 guys there, or I guess it's nine guys now, right? They found them and uh, they confirmed the story. Okay, so the rabbi said, oh, you see from over here, you can believe a woman to say that her husband's dead. And from there, they said that that's, that's, that's the deal. If one woman comes and tells you that, the, uh, that her husband's dead, you believe him. Now our Mishnah tells us Basil and Beishamai disagreed about the circumstances. Basil says, listen, Basil says, look at the Mishnah. She's only believed if in a case like that, where they were harvesting the wheat and there were a bunch of guys there and it was right near town, right? The city was right outside of town so that the rabbis could go and check that she was telling the truth. Only in a case like that does she believe. Because that was the case where they possibly they said, oh, if that's the case, you see, you could believe a woman. Only in that case, where the town was nearby, and you can go and verify it by asking the other harvesters, etc. My said, no. It doesn't make any difference if they were harvesting wheat or harvesting olives. They were coming from, uh, from um, uh, grapes, uh, harvesting grapes. Or if they were coming from a different country. It makes a difference. That was a that was the story. The story was they were harvesting wheat and the town was and they were nearby. And the rabbis went out and checked it. But when the rabbi said, because of that, we can learn that you can believe a woman about her husband, it doesn't mean only in that, only in if they're harvesting wheat and, and the towns nearby. That, that was the story. But because of that, they said you're allowed to believe her in any case, even if they were whatever they were doing. Or whatever the circumstances were, and even if it's from another country, they were they, even, even when there weren't witnesses. In this case, there were witnesses. There were witnesses, but they, they saw from there that you could trust the woman. So they said, "Yeah," but they did. So Basil said first that, "Yeah," but only in that case where it was the town was nearby, and you could go after it, look for other witnesses. You could verify her story only in a case like that. If she believed, even if you don't verify the story, because you could. Bishami says, no, that was the story. But once they once they saw that you can trust a woman to talk about her, to, 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 to testify about her husband, it applied in all cases, even if they weren't harvesting and even if they were far away. And Beishelel retracted their opinion and they passed like Beishamai. A woman is believed to say her husband died, even if she was overseas and even if they weren't harvesting. Now the Gemara goes on to expand this story. It's the, the dialogue between Netanyahu said, I understand you're saying only in that case, only in a case where they're harvesting wheat, and she came in the town and the field was nearby the town. That's only for harvesting wheat. What about what if they're harvesting barley? Are you gonna tell me that she's not believed? You think it really depends on those circum those exact same circumstances? It's only harvesting boats or whatever if they are uh, uh, gathering in grapes, they're harvesting grapes, right? They're picking grapes. Or mosaic, or um, or uh, olives, or go there, or dates, or odor, or figs. Uh, you know, whatever whatever they're harvesting. Who cares? What difference it make? Minai, how do you know that they're, she's believed that too? them. The story was that they were harvesting uh, wheat. But why didn't the color? The story, the 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 truth is, it's the true. Whatever they were harvesting, whatever the circumstances were, however he died. The story wasn't that the. The, they were in the same country. The, the field was right next to the, where they lived. The story is true whether then as the sack was wherever they lived, even if they went far away and she came home and she was report, reported that he died, she's, she's believed. Basil says, no. 
only Bosundina. Okay, maybe if someone say, I grant you, it doesn't make any difference what they were harvesting. It doesn't make any difference. But at least in that's if, if, if it was in that country, meaning she says he died in this place, and that place is nearby where they are in the same country, there's a, there's a lot of people can travel back and forth. Mir says she's afraid to lie. Because she says, listen, my husband was just killed outside of town, so you can go check it because people travel back and forth and you might be able to get testimony whether she's talking to the from Dilam Dina Harris, but from one country to another, the low it's not it's not easy to travel in those days. Low so she's not afraid to lie. So therefore Basil said, oh, maybe it's true, maybe you're right, whether she whatever they were harvesting, we don't care, but it's only if it's nearby, not if it's far away. But at the end, the Mishnah said, even if it's far away. Caravans do travel, like today, you know, people have revenge travel. Everybody's at the airport. They're all traveling. Whether they travel by plane or they travel by caravan or horseback or whatever, there's always people traveling. And therefore, she's afraid to lie. And that's what Beishamai argued. And we said at the end of the mission, Beishamai agreed with Beishamai, that a woman is always believed unless there's wartime or there was a fight between them. A woman is believed to report that her husband's dead. Normally, we trust that she doesn't want to get messed up and she's going to check it out carefully. My Maisha Shah, so now that tells us the story that we already told. My Maisha, what was the story? That Shofi Katsir Khitna, it was the end of the harvest year, uh, harvest season. Both Adam, 10 men went went out to harvest the wheat. A snake bit one of them, and he died from the snake poison. And his wife came, and she reported to the Bezin. The Shofi and the Bezin sent out messengers and Matsu to and they found that she was telling the truth. Both that time they said, if she says her husband's dead, she can get married, she can also make Yibma based on that. Meaning, it's not just that her husband died that she's going to get married to somebody else. Even if she has her husband died so that she has to have Yibma with her brother-in-law, she's believed. She's believed that because we say that, uh, like in this case, she's believed, the rabbi says she's believed all over. Now, Basil first said, at the end we said the Mishnah says that Basil agreed with Beishamai. But when they had a machlokas, what did Basil say? Well, the story was they were harvesting wheat and it was a nearby town. So whatever they were harvesting, she's only believed if she reports something about took place nearby so that she's that she's not afraid, that she's going to be afraid to lie because it's easy to get witnesses. Only the story that way. So now the Gemara says, Neymar of Hananya ben Akiva for Rabbanan. Let's say Rabbanan of and Akiva will tell the story in the Rabbanan. But the Beisham Beisil, the Tanya. Because we're going to see, like as, again, the story is told at the end. There was a story, we had this case many times before, where somebody was traveling with the Mechatas, the Paraduma water, over the Jordan River. What they were doing over the Jordan River depends on the geography, what the Jordan River was there like at that time. But whatever reason, they had it on the Jordan River, and they were in a boat. And in the boat, there was found a piece of a dead body, and it ruined the water. It ruined the whole water. So because of that, they said, you shouldn't travel over the Jordan River in a boat with the Mechatos. They made that Takana. So the question is, only on the Jordan River or any river? Why Dafka the Jordan? The story was of the Jordan River. So they said, no, the story was the Jordan River, so they made that Takana. Here too, the story was with uh, with uh, harvesting wheat uh, and the town was nearby. So the question is that they only made the Takana on the, that case or in all similar cases. The Tanya, we have this Machlok between the Rabbana and the Rabbana and the person should not carry Mechatos or the uh, the ashes of the chatas, the avir and 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 he shouldn't transport them in the Jordan River. Who was feeding in a boat? 
Now you shouldn't even throw them up when the Jordan River is very near. At certain points, you could just jump over the uh, river. You shouldn't throw it from one side to the other because that's like a boat. What do you mean like a boat? In a boat, you sit, you don't walk. You sit in the boat and it goes over the water. So anything which is similar to that, where you're sitting, where you're not actually walking with it, they get, there it goes there too. You shouldn't float them on the water. Even if it's not in a boat, just you know, put them in a, in a float them on, a, on water, whatever. You shouldn't even ride them on an animal or on somebody else, meaning where you're sitting on somebody's back or on an animal. When you're not walking, it's similar to, you know, your feet aren't on the floor. That's similar to a boat where you're sitting and it's moving by, it's moving underneath you. Shouldn't do that. Unless your feet are walking on the ground. You can't transport the mechatis. But on a bridge, it's okay because a bridge is attached to the ground. That's like walking on the ground. Whether it was the Jordan River or other rivers, says the Tanakhama. Why? Because the story was in the Jordan River, but when they made the Takana, all rivers. Only in a boat, because the story happened in a boat that it became Tame. Only in a boat in the Jordan River, the story has to be exactly like it was. So, Rabban would say it doesn't matter if it was a boat or an animal, anywhere where you're not walking on the ground. And any river would be okay. Any river, the same thing would apply. The story was in the Jordan River on a boat, but it could be any any river. So Chadur Abban and Golik Beishamai, who say over here also, the story was with this lady. Uh, they were they were harvesting wheat. Then the town was nearby, but it doesn't make any difference. Whatever they were harvesting, and even if the town wasn't nearby, she's always afraid that <clears throat> she's going to be caught in a lie. <clears throat> and you believe her in all cases. And Rav Chanani who said no in the case of the Mechatas only on the boat and only on the Jordan River? He goes like Basil, who says, Yeah, here too. The oh, she's only believed when they were harvesting wheat and the field was nearby. So the Chorah goes like Basil and Rabbanan go like Beshamai. I'm like Rabbanan, no. Ananda Mikafik, I can even go like Basil, the rabbi said. The reason why Basil said that you only believe her in a town that's nearby. Is because the reason she's believed is because she's afraid to lie. The Mukim Carbon, she's only afraid if it's, she says it happened right over there in the field nearby, they could be checked out. She's afraid to lie because they'll find witnesses to contradict her. Mukim Rachel, she's not afraid in a faraway place. That's why Basil says, no, only, she's only believed if she's testified about something that took place nearby her home, not in another country, because in another country, she's not going to be afraid to lie. But Hacha, but over here, the uh, Rabbana will say, Mali Arde Mali Sharnaros. What's the difference if it's uh, the Jordan River or other rivers? In other words, the Rabbanan could say, we could even go like you want to say the Rabbanan go like Beishamai. And um Kiva and Khanai Bekiva goes like so the Rabbanan could say no, we could also go like Basil. Um in our case with the Jordan River, what's the difference with the Jordan River or any other river? The concern is you should have to be careful with Mechatas and don't let them become Tame. But in the case of the woman testifying about her husband's death. There, Basil says the reason is because only if it's a nearby town where witnesses can, you can find witnesses to verify her story. Uh, so there we can even go like Basil. And Ramchanina ben Akiva, who says, Dafka in the boat on the Jordan River, I can even go like Beishamai. The reason why a woman is believed is because she's going to check out things carefully. She'll check it out. Therefore, you believe her, even if it was a faraway city right, or in a different country. She's going to check it out. But over here, in the case of the Mechatas, why were they gozer and shouldn't do it? Because the story was that way. Because Maisha Shari Bayard and Mesfina, the Abi Maisa, 
Those are abundant. So in the Jordan, they, they were gozer because of the story happened that way. So beyond this fever, the story goes around the Shanos, other rivers, Glavimai. So Lagos or Banor goes there. My Mice show you what was that story with Mechatas? So we said the story already. Mice was a story with a man, but he was transporting the Mechatas and the Ephrachatas in the Jordan River was on a boat. They found there was a Kazayas of a dead body. Kazayas is the sheer that's Matami Ba'ohel. Right? We learned. If you have uh, of a bone of a dead body, even the size at some kasora, even the size of a of a, of a, a barley bean is matame. If you touch it or you carry it, if you touch it, but um, kazayis is what you need for Thomas Oel. So they found the kazayis of a dead body on the ground on the bottom of the floor of the of the boat, and that was matame day for because they were all in the same oil under in uh, you know they were all um, sitting on top of, of that area of the boat. Maybe they were in the hold of the boat and the and the uh, dead body part was there too. So the whole thing became tummy. But also at that time they made a guys, they made a xera, they made a decree, the rabbis, and they said, Well, you saw the mechatas, hefachatas, a person should not transport mechatas or hefachatas, they have even beyond the mesfina. So the machlokas was, Machinim Makavi says, only what? Only, only the xera was only on a boat and only on the Jordan River, no other rivers and no other means of transportation, only on a boat. Whereas the rabbi said, No, the reason is. You shouldn't come to Mitami. It doesn't make any difference if it was on a boat or on a horseback or any other means of transport where you're not touching the ground. And it doesn't have to be the Jordan River. It could be any river. Okay. Beishamayom says the Mishnah. When we say that this woman is believed, remember, what's the basis here? That a woman is believed. Again, not her, her relatives. Her mother-in-law is not believed to say that her husband's dead, even though it's talking about her son, because we're afraid she, the mother-in-law doesn't like the daughter-in-law. I worked, I raised a son, I put him through medical school, and she's going to be the beneficiary of all this, right? Those are stories like that. So she's, she, she naturally uh, has an aversion to her daughter-in-law. Same thing with the sister-in-law, others. So, But her, she herself is believed. When she is believed to say her husband's dead, is she entitled to get her ksuba based on that too? You might say, okay, we don't want her to be in a guna, but this is a money matter. Maybe her husband's really alive. So here's me also. Machlok is b'shamay so b'shamay omer tinas says she can get married based on the testimony. But titul k'suba so she can take k'suba. So this is no tinas from lotit she can't take k'suba. Omer on b'shamay b'shamay says I understand you. He talked to me erva chamura. You're matter to get remarried. She might be a married woman, right? She might be married. Maybe her husband's not dead. And you're saying no, we believe her. She can get remarried. You're allowing a married woman to get remarried based on her, only on her own testimony. So you're matter something which is a. Uh, a stringent thing, erva, a, a matrimonial issue. Below not your mom and I call you not going to be matri- a money a money matter. A matrimonial issue, which is much more severe punishment of death, etc. That you allow. You're not going to give her the money. One of the rules of of um, a woman who, who uh, is hebam that, that the yavam gets the inheritance of the deceased brother. Right? Normally, who gets the inheritance? Well, no, the wife doesn't doesn't inherit her husband. Normally, children do, but in case of Yavim, there are no children, right? That's why there's a case of Yavim because there's no children. Who would get the inheritance? The father. The father. When there's no when there's no children, the inheritance goes back to the father. If the father's dead, then it goes down to the father's heirs. That's the order. We'll get to it in a couple of years. Uh, um, but we're saying here that you know the, when the Yavim takes the place of the uh, 
when he gets when he gets married to the Yavama, he gets the inheritance. But over here, if he's only marrying her based on her testimony, she doesn't get he doesn't get the nachla because it's a money matter, right? What is nachla getting assets money? Well, enach in the nachla So here, Beishamay says she can get remarried based on that. She can also get her ksuba, right? as if her husband's dead or divorced or she's not a ksuba. They still say married, yes, because iguna because of that. But her, but uh, uh, for example, the yavam would not be in to get the inheritance based on her testimony alone. So he finds says, look, look at this, look what's written in the Ksuba. It says, What does the Ksuba say? That if you get married to somebody else, you're entitled to get your Ksuba. As long as, you know, if say he dies, let's say, and she stays in the house, she's entitled to eat, etc., with the children. But once she gets married, she's entitled to get her Ksuba. So here, if she gets remarried, she should get a Ksuba. So learn from there. I just like saw in the previous Mishnah that they still agree with Beishamai that the, the, the testimony of the woman about her husband does not have to be in a nearby town or when the, like the specifics of the harvesting case. Uh, she's believed in general. Yeah, as long as there's no fight and there's no war going on, she's believed. So Beishel is motivated Beishamai there. And here Beishel is also motivated Beishamai that she's entitled to get her tzuba, even though the Yavim would not inherit his deceased brother, when he performs even on his wife, based on her testimony alone. You need more than that because that's a money matter. Amar Chista, Nisiyabma, Nisiyabma, Yavama, and Nichnas Lanachla Alpia, right? Rav Chista says that's not the case, like we said in the Mishnah. Shmei Yibam, the Yavama is entitled to get the Nachla based on her testimony. Why? Heim Darshim Midrash Ksuba, they Darshim the Ksuba, Anula Nidish Medrash Torah. If they expounded on the words written on the Ksuba, <coughs> which was a man-made document. The, the, the text of the Ksuba is not, is not Menatorah. Even if you hold that Ksuba is Menatorah, and there's Machlokas about that, that's certainly not the text. So they darshan, they expounded on the uh, text of the Ksuba. We're not going to darshan, we're not going to expound on the text of the Torah. What does the Torah say? Yochum HaShem He will get up and take the place of his brother, Amrachman. That's what Hashem said. And he took his place. So therefore, even though uh, in, the, in the Mishnah, they still said, look, the, the uh, brother, the oven would not get the nachla. Chisus said the Abam would get the nachla if, if once he performs even, he would get her nachla. All right, come. Amr of Nachman. Let's say she comes to Amr Mace Bali. My husband died. Please allow me to remarry Matirunasa. We allow her, like we said before. If there's no war or there's no fight, we believe her. And we give her the ksuba, like Basilu's motor to Beshamai. Let's say she comes off and she says, she doesn't say her husband's dead. She says, give me my ksuba. She walks and says, I want my money. We don't allow her to get married. Why? Because now it's a money matter. It doesn't look like she's coming, right? She's coming for her money, right? So if she's coming for her money, money matter, you need two, two, two witnesses. We don't even allow her to get remarried on that because now she's, uh, we don't know, you know, she's telling the truth. She's not even telling that her husband's dead. She's like, I want my ksuba. Why would I want the ksuba? Oh, because he's not here anymore. So we don't even allow her to get married. My time, but I took Sibba, so she come for the Sibba, and Sibba needs a Pukumoni, you need witnesses. He boilu. Whatever she says, both. Hati and I'll say, please allow me to get remarried and give me and give my Sibba Mao. Even though Sibba, since she mentioned Sibba, I took Sibba, so she's coming really for the money, and then you need two witnesses. When a person lays out his claim, he makes out the entire claim. Allow me to get remarried, give me my ksub, etc. In terms of call me this lineage, all of it. If you tell me that, you know, he lays out all she lays out all her claims, 
And therefore, the fact that she asked for the money is not that that's not her main claim. Her main claim is that he's dead and she wants to be allowed to remarry. So therefore, here too, uh, therefore, therefore, you allow her to get remarried and get the ksuba when she says, allow me to remarry and give my ksuba. What happens if she says that first? She says, first, give me my, just give me my ksuba and allow me to remarry. So she's coming for the money and she wouldn't be believed. My mistress, she doesn't know what allows her to get remarried. Maybe she's, she doesn't know the rules. Maybe she says, if I ask for my ksuba, they'll allow me to get remarried. She doesn't know the rules. And therefore, maybe that's why she said that first. We don't know what the lochus take with that question stands. All right, tomorrow's daf, daf Kufi Zion is on the uh, podcast. And we'll pick it up on Sunday from the top of Kofiyot Ches in Merz Hashem. After the podcast takes you until the mission on Kofiyot Ches, we'll start from the we'll start from the Gemara at the top of Kofiyot of Kofiyot Ches on Sunday Merz Hashem. Shabbat Shalom lekulam. Shabbat Shalom. Regards. Thank you. Shabbat shalom.